Welcome to Jury File. My name is Rona and this is The Jury Report where we discuss case files, updates on cases, and also true crime news. Nine-year-old Meridian, Idaho resident Imrik Osuna's story highlights a problem in our society that goes easily unnoticed and misunderstood. This story is a continuation of our recent Idaho case updates and news reports. We plan to continue bringing you these reports from Idaho. And while this story is a little bit older, there was recent movement on the case. We also feel that this story, like we mentioned, um, highlights a problem in our society that not only goes unnoticed, but is very misunderstood. Children are far more resilient than I believe most individuals realize. Children heal faster from injuries. They forgive easier when they're mistreated. And they're extremely loyal. Far more loyal than most people realize. Children don't just simply give up all the family secrets when asked either. Maybe a child who's comfortable at home will often divulge endless tales to their favorite teacher or their best friend at school. But children who grow up in homes where there's criminal activity, violence, manipulation, emotional abuse taking place, those children tend to hide that information at all costs. Not always, but more often than not, in my opinion. It can be difficult to know if a child is experiencing this just based on their appearance alone. And it can in some cases be very difficult to pick up on. Emmerich Osuna's story shines a light on the horrors that can be hidden behind what might appear to be an average childhood to outsiders. In 2020, two years ago, a police report was filed, um, and actually it was a 911 call, for emergency medical assistance at the Osuna home. When police arrived, though, they pretty quickly noticed that it was clear something terribly wrong had been occurring inside this home. At the time that help arrived, Emmerich had no pulse and was allegedly cold to the touch. But he later regained a pulse and um, he was transported to St. Luke's Children's Hospital in Boise, Idaho, Unfortunately, help arrived too late for Emmerich, though. He didn't survive the horrors that had been going on inside of the walls of his father and his stepmother's home. Emmerich wasn't the only child in the home either. Um, Eric Osuna and Monique Osuna had three other children together. A co-worker alleged that Monique Osuna, Emmerich's stepmother, complained about Emmerich's behavior and the co-workers suggested that she install cameras inside the home to document his behavior. When the violence was at its height for Emmerich, he had suffered some of the worst torture at the hands of Monique. And on the afternoon of September 1st, Monique called her co-worker and claimed that something was wrong with Emmerich. By that evening, Monique's co-worker arrived at the Osuna home and she found Emmerich on the floor, lifeless, covered in blankets. And the co-worker suggested squirting some Pedialyte in his mouth and trying to get him to stand up. But it was obvious that Emmerich was unable to stand. 
He was nine years old and he weighed under 45 pounds at the time when he passed. When the three adults, Eric, Monique, and the co-worker finally chose to call 911, Emmerich's father, Eric, allegedly handed the co-worker a bundle of cameras that were in the home and asked her to take the cameras with her. Effectively tampering with evidence of his son's torment, Eric was not said to have inflicted this violence on his son, but he also did absolutely nothing to stop it. He was fully aware of the circumstances. The cameras inside the home showed that Eric witnessed this violence against Emmerich, and he did nothing to stop it. This was September 1st of 2020 when, when 911 was called and Emmerich passed away from the torture that he suffered from his stepmother, Monique, who admitted that she had been inflicting this type of behavior on Emmerich since the beginning of 2020. Nine months of constant torture and stress on Emmerich's small nine-year-old body and his mind the torture was not only physical, but also verbal and emotional. Cameras that were installed in the Osuna home revealed the, the horror that Emmerich faced inside those walls. The camera showed obvious mal malnutrition, Emmerich's stepmother throwing objects like frying pans at him, and forced physical exercise and labor. The footage showed Monique standing over Emmerich, making him stand against a wall for lengthy amounts of time standing over him yelling at him threatening him um, threatening to be violent with him as well as Monique was in fact violent with Emmerich the emotional scars of verbal and emotionally violent manipulation can impact a person for the rest of their life but these were not only threats Monique also acted out on these threats that she made to this nine-year-old little boy Monique even threatened to poison Emmerich. The autopsy report for Emmerich showed extensive bruising all over his body. In the beginning, she tried to say that it was incidents from playing too rough with neighborhood kids. But Monique admitted to the torture she inflicted on Emmerich and even acknowledged to law enforcement that it was indeed torture. She admitted to withholding food from Emmerich for almost a week before he passed and forcing him to exercise by doing wall sits, jumping jacks, and other exercises for punishment for his behavior. Both Monique and Eric Osuna are charged with first-degree murder for the death of Emmerich Osuna. Monique attempted to claim that the bruises, like I said, were suffered while playing with neighborhood kids. Eric and Monique have three other children that were put in state custody when Emmerich was murdered in 2020. Medical professionals found no injuries or harm to have been inflicted on the three other children that Eric and Monique shared together. Only Emmerich was her stepson. Eric Osuna, on Wednesday, March 16th of 2022, Eric Osuna pled guilty to murder charges related to his son Emmerich's death. Monique has also now pled guilty to the first degree murder charges. I'd like to remind our listeners that when you see a child who is maybe well-dressed, looks clean, 
appears to be happy in front of other people it doesn't always tell the full story you always have to look more into things with children they're resilient they bounce back they forgive they heal quickly sometimes people need to be a little bit more alert for other signs and we're going to get into that i think we're going to have a professional on with us here on jury files sometime soon that can go over these things with us and help our listeners to know what to look for